Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. This is the best place to be, not just on a Sunday, but every day, and as often as we gather. Amen. 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 So we just want to exalt the name of Jesus as we sing that he is worthy. Amen. Thank you for the pride, the pride you 
Father, we can see today means that you are giving us another opportunity just to serve you and worship you. Therefore, we are not here by accident. We believe that you caused us to approach. Lord, to satisfy us with the goodness of your house. There are many great things in your house. And we know that today you will feed us all the good things in the name of Jesus. We bless you, O oh God. We honor you. I empty myself for you, O oh God. And I ask, Lord, you speak to your people. You teach your people. You encourage them. Comfort them, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. And let the saints say, Amen. Amen again. Amen. Again. Amen. Let your amen be the loudest. Amen. Beautiful. Please take your seat, your seat in the presence of the living God. Thank you so much, Shishi, for the powerful ministration. Hallelujah. Well, today is a great day. 
It's another opportunity. The second Sunday of the month of October. Do you know that we have entered the fourth quarter of the year? Yeah. 2021 is coming to an end. And we are going to enter 2022 soon. Hallelujah. But before I share anything, today we, are, we have very important person in our midst. Hallelujah. I think it's a good place to shout unto the living God. I said shout unto the living God. Hallelujah. The brethren on the Zoom, I can't see you. Could you let me see them at least? I can say hi to them. Okay. Beautiful. Epipam, I can see you. Epipam is not here because she has, she has been coughing almost for the past few days. And these days, when somebody is coughing, you don't know which is which. You know. <laughs> Whether COVID-18 or COVID-19 or the 20 or the 21, we don't know. So then we said that, you know, then stay home. Hallelujah. Then somebody will ask, so Reverend, what about you? No, I'm not coughing, you know, by the grace of God. <laughs> you see, it's all right. So, Brethren, it's nice to see all of you on the Zoom. Hallelujah. And as I was saying, I, we have very important, very important in the sense that you know, if our father and our pastor and bishop is very important to us, then if he has a friend, the friend is also important to us. Am I right? Then the Bible also says in Proverbs 27 verse 10, Forsake not your friends and your father's friends. Hallelujah. King Solomon was a very wise person. Hallelujah. Say, forsake not your friends, number one. And then number two, your father's friends. We have in our midst this morning one of our father's friends. Someone God has called, anointed for the kingdom of God in our time. I've heard him preaching many times back home in Ghana. Various meetings. Hallelujah. Brethren, I want us to stand onto our feet and welcome our father and our papa's friend, Bishop Kwamina, sister of Trinidad, to say greetings to the Church of God, KLC Manhattan. Bishop, you are welcome to KLC Manhattan. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I am thrilled. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I am thrilled to be here. Just to be in the presence of the Lord and to worship. You know, worship today is really, um, the church is affected all over the world with fellowship. And it looks like if the church is, in one sense, back home, our service is just one hour. The government restricted it. So they have affected, I should take this off, right? Yes, Bishop. They have, they have affected worship many places. And it seems as if the church, it's really on four pillars, which is the apostles' doctrine, prayer, communion, 
and 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 apostles doctrine prayer communion and fellowship and fellowship is affected and it seems as if the church is leaning on <laughs> on sitting on three That's legs true. sitting on three legs and this is why i'm so happy to be here i'm here in the united states for about two months now and probably will have to stay the next two months and i'm asking you to pray for my wife for god to really touch her and give her a miracle Amen. and I, I i am i am thrilled to be here i long for worship i long to lift up my hands i want to thank veronica for coming for me where is uh Pastor Veronica, she came for me. It shall come to pass in Jesus' name. She came for me this morning, and I am thrilled to be here and really thank God. I want to tell you something. Please tell us. Yes. David the Psalmist, I want to say to you, if you have, if you have this morning, if you have, David the Psalmist said in Psalm 51 when he sinned, he asked God to create a clean heart in him and renew a steadfast spirit within him. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. Listen, if you have this morning a clean heart cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ, you should be very grateful. Amen. Nobody can make himself clean. Nobody can make himself clean. It's only Jesus can make you clean. Amen. If you also have a right spirit in you, mm. it is the salvation that does that. Mm. If you also have the Holy Spirit in you, He's the one who mediates Jesus. salvation. His, His presence in you. He is Christ. When Christ left. He sent the Holy Spirit. He's Christ in you, the hope of glory. You must be very grateful and very thankful. Amen. Because when the Holy Spirit, David the Psalmist, he so cherished salvation, so cherished the joy of salvation, so cherished the presence of God, when he lost that, he couldn't live with himself. That's why you and I have to be grateful. If you have the presence of God, if you have the Holy Spirit, if you have the joy of salvation, you sang this morning and rejoiced. I want you to know my name is Cecil Kwamina. And I have Ghanaian roots. Amen. No joke. I'm not taking that for myself. Bishop came to our church twice. I'm on his board. And he's a younger man than me and he's my mentor. Amen. I met him through his books. Amen. And I was in Ghana two years ago. And I took 15 people to the conference and spoke. I am so grateful to be here. Amen. I thank God for you. You are God's remnant. Look at this church. You are here serving God. Wow. God is real. The Bible is a living book. Amen. And what is happening today, God is teaching men that they must bow down. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. And I thank God you are a remnant serving him in the midst of a perverse generation. May God richly bless you. Amen. I thank you for the opportunity Amen. of greeting you and probably saying too much, but I am so grateful this morning. Amen. Wow. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. The deep calleth deep. 
you know, I could see that the word of God is richly dwell in Bishop. And if he is our father's friend, then you can also say that he is really deep in the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bishop, thank you so much for the encouragement. You know, we are grateful even to have you here among us. When Pastor Nana told me, I said, yes, please, whatever you can do for Bishop to come. So thank you for coming. God bless you. Why don't you sing that song for us? Take last thy Holy Spirit from me Restore unto me The joy of thy salvation And renew a right spirit within me
We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need him to influence us, oh God, every aspect of our lives. Not only when we are in your house, but when we are by ourselves. In the night, in the morning, in the afternoon, Lord, at our workplaces, be with us, Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you. Your presence is what we need, Lord. It changes everything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. I also forgot to say that Bishop is one of the board members for healing Jesus crusade. Hallelujah. So I want to let you know that today we have our Father with us. Hallelujah. So Bishop, God bless you again. We want to continue what we left off. Where did we end the backsliding? Do you remember? <laughs> Hallelujah. When we left off today, we left, we were doing the psychology of backsliding. Remember that, right? Today we want to continue symptoms of backsliding. The symptoms. I'm sharing from the book that was written by our father and our pastor, Bishop Dag. Hallelujah. So, the, if you have the book, I will tell you that page 51 and chapter 5 symptoms of backsliding. What is a symptom? Signs. Hidden signs or what sign? And then today, I was, when I was going through, I saw that Bishop gave a lot of examples from medical point of view. Is Dr. Kuya here still? Uh-huh. Beautiful. What is a symptom? A sign. A sign in what sense? Evidence. Showing physical evidence, right? Or a physical sign. I just checking the meaning. And then it says that a change in the body or mind which indicates that a disease is present. A change in the body or mind which indicates that a disease is present. And then another meaning I read, it says a change which shows that something bad exists. It exists, but probably you cannot see. Am I saying something, please? For instance, I read, because I'm not a medical doctor, in the book that Bishop said, if your hand shakes, you are there and your hand shakes, it means there's something happening in your body. You know, it can be so many things. But one of the examples I think he gave is pancreas. If the pancreas is not working well, or maybe the nervous system. How can you see the nervous system? 
It's like when I, I started schooling and I wanted to enter into the IT field. My background is just engineering, IT field. Two terms that used to confuse me, software and hardware. And any time that they say software, I will ask the person, say, what, what does it mean? What is it? How can I see a software? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So, if you say a nervous system, it's not something that you can see. But a doctor, someone in the medical field, someone with experience, you know, can look at you and tell you that the way you are shivering or the way you are, this, what I'm seeing now, now, is a sign that something somewhere in your body, hidden, that I cannot see with my two physical eyes, exists. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So, backsliding is also in the same way. How will you know that you are backsliding? And that is what I believe that God is going to, the Bible is going to, we're going to use the Bible to learn or find out what are the symptoms, what are the signs that shows that we are backsliding. Because many times, it's, and I said two weeks ago that back, the word backsliding is not something that you will like somebody to use on you. If your, your mother or your father, your husband, your wife tells you that you are backsliding, you will not be happy. You will tell the person that, what, why, why are you judging me? That's the first thing that you will say. What shows that I'm backsliding? Why are you saying that? As we were discussing and we were learning from the born again one, what shows that you are born again? Can I look at you and look at the signs and the things that you do to say that you are indeed born again? If somebody wants to marry you and you say, no, I want to marry a Christian, and the person says, my dear sister, I'm a born again son. Of, I'm a son of God. I'm born again child of God. I go to I do this. What are the signs? That's why many times one of the things they do is that you say you go to church, then I will come with you. But the person coming with you does not necessarily mean that he is or she is born again. But you look at the signs after some months or after some one or two years, you will notice that this person is indeed born again or this person is not born again. Hallelujah. So, let's read Luke chapter 21. Luke? Oh, you can take your seat, please. Or oh, you want to stand here with me? That's also fine. <laughs> Luke 21, 25 to 31. Wonderful. Pastor Nana, please. Mm -hmm. It's in the skies, signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And down take here your, on earth. Please take you. There will be strange events in the skies. Jesus is the one speaking here. Because my Bible shows red fonts. Hallelujah. Because somebody asked the question, 
how will, how will we know when the Son of Man is coming? How would we know? You want to see signs. And then he said, Sky, signs what? Signs in the sun uh-huh. and moon and stars. And down here on the earth, the nations will be in turmoil, perplexed by the roaring seas and strange tides. Verse 26, please. Give us King, King James. Mm-hmm. The courage of many people will be faltered because of the fearful men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Mm-hmm. 27 place. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in cloud, in a cloud with power. And, and then glory. shall they do what? Then see. Sign. See. See. How would you know that somebody has COVID-19? Wow. From last year, based on counseling and the people that have interacted with, sometimes you can look at somebody and say, this signs that you are showing, I think you should go for the test. You don't want to say that you have COVID because you are not a doctor and you are not a test, a test, a test kit. Hallelujah. Am I saying something here? Yeah. A brother was telling me that I was coughing and I was, I thought it was flu, you know, normal cold, coughing. Sometimes I will have a few shiverings here. I feel cold. You know how the flu is coming, you know, and then I was drinking hot tea, taking the telephone and all those things until after more than a week and I went to the bathroom and I coughed and then then blood came and blood came then I said this is not a normal flu are you with me please as soon as he stepped out went to the emergency room when they received him and they checked he checked his oxygen level right there at the entrance. They put oxygen on him. He was somewhere 80 something. Forgive Lord. Dead man walking. And many of us probably uh, can be having spiritual oxygen at the level of 80 something, mm. but we may not know. Wow, you are preaching. You are preaching. Hallelujah. Even when somebody tells you that the way things are going, the way I can, I know I've known you for some time now. I think your spiritual oxygen is very low. No. You will not accept that. Because spiritual things are not something like you will cough blood and you will see. No. Another person, two weeks ago, I, I was just talking to him. He said, are you coming? Are you going to? She said, oh, no, I'm not feeling well. And when I look at the person's eyes, I said, mm, are you sure this thing? And then he said, oh, no, two weeks ago it was like that. And I went to do the test, COVID test, and it was negative. You know, I said, when he said that, I said, okay. So we sat in the car, and then we were coming to church. And I said to help you, ah, this thing, I think... You know, so the same symptom or signs, signs. continued to the Monday. Yes. 
the Monday they went to do the test. Then lo and behold, the whole household, everybody was positive. Then he started the medication. He couldn't see Tuesday daytime. He had to check himself into the emergency room at 2 o'clock a.m. Wow. Are you with me, please? But we will not get to that level in spiritually. Jesus name. I said, Amen. we will not get to that level and check ourselves into in the Jesus spiritual name. emergency room in, in the, the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So you see, sir, you see something. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Bishop sent something here. He said, a symptom is meaningless to a learned, but important to a learned. You know, 2005, I, we were going to camp in Maryland. And you know how, because I shouldn't work, I go early. So we set off early a little bit, and then we were caught up in rush hour traffic. Almost Delaware going to Sandy Cove. So we sat in the traffic for about four hours. When I got to the place, I noticed that in the night, the first day, my left leg was swelling a little bit. But, you know, a learned person, as far as medicine is concerned, when he says learned and unlearned, don't say that, uh-huh, lighthouse, you know, if you don't go to school. No, no, no. Learned means in this field, in this field, uh-huh, you are not learned. That is what it means. Am I, am I saying it well? Yeah. So, I was just going about my, you know, my normal action work, knocking doors, waking people. Then the following day, I think the following day, uh, Reverend Lindsay saw me. And uh, he said, Kwame, are you okay? I said, yeah. And then he looked, he looked at my left leg. I said, look, go back, go, go, go home and go to emergency room. You know, I'm sure when he saw that my left leg was swelling, he sensed something. And what I'm saying, I was young. I was in my, I believe I was in my 30s. So I just brushed it aside, finished the camp. We left there Saturday. We went to, came to church Sunday. Then I went to work on Monday. On Monday, I said, I'm going to see my doctor. As soon as I got to my doctor's office, he called me in. He saw my leg, left leg. He said, go to emergency room. I said, why? He said, go, you go to emergency room. When I got, to, I got to the emergency room, they saw me. They said, you cannot go back. You want to run a few tests. I said, oh, I want to go home. It's almost five. I'm close. He said, you cannot go back. They run the test. I didn't know what was going on. Not knowing I had gotten uh, blood clots. They did the test, blood clots. I stayed in the hospital for five years, um, five days. They told me that if I had not come and the crowd had traveled to come up. You know, you know, I'm sure some of you, many of you, and the medical field, the learned in this situation, I'm sure they understand the magnitude of the issue. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. So there are times that you will have a spiritual learning person can look at you and say that, look, the way you are behaving, you have backslidden. But many times, because the way sometimes we want to be nice, we don't say it that way. And I want all of us to use what we are going to do 
to really help ourselves. So are you in that situation? You know, you don't have to wait for Reverend Lindsay to come and tell you that you need to go to emergency room. Hallelujah. Are you learning something today, please? The parable of the ten virgins. Matthew 25, 1. Matthew 25, verse 1. Then shall the kingdom because of God... the kingdom of God, I think the beginning of it, even though it's important, the latter part is so critical for all of us. Hallelujah. We can all start well. It's not only the kingdom of God. Even the any race that we are running, when you run the Olympics Games, you know, last, last four years, the, the, before this one that we... we we saw the Japan one, I think the Brazil one. I remember, I think 400 meters of, yeah, 400 meters. That the person who won the gold, I don't know why she did that. She fell right at the line. I think it was a way to do everything to capture the gold. Are you with me? Yeah. She ran, they ran, they ran, they ran, and then the last line. The lady just fell and won the goal. What I'm saying is that you can all start well. And there are many ways that we watch. People start right with energy. Especially 400. You can do well in the first 100. You can do well in the second 100. You can do well in the third 100. But the, and they even do well in the last 50 of the 100 left. Then the 50 left. If you stop. Or you begin to slow down. And that's what backsliding means. You begin to slow down. That is why we need to be careful with that verse we read. Then look. So the signs, the signs, the time that we are in, I believe that it will not take long. Jesus will come. Hallelujah. I personally believe that it will not take long. He will come. And therefore, we need to make sure we run the race well. With energy and the zeal, the same energy and the zeal that we started with. The parable of the ten virgins, they were all virgins. They all had the lamp, which is the word of God. And they all had oil. All of them, they had the oil. But the difference between the five who were wise and the five who were not wise was that they had extra energy to finish the race very well, irrespective of number of years that it will take for the bride to come. Hallelujah. The groom. The extra oil. Extra oil. Wow. And the Bible says that when they waited, they waited. What happened to them? They slept. Am I right? All of them slept. But some people, when they slept, they had extra energy to be able to get up and come to church, take their shower and come to church on Sunday. Many people were at Newark and left there late. But some are still here. Some also probably said that, ah, I go home late. I'm so tired. I don't have much energy. Forgive. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. 
And that is why Jesus said, though that beginning is what? Your beginning is and the light, your the lighter shall end shall be great. The ending in this kingdom, the ending part is so critical. Amen. You can be a treasure as Judas was. I'm using Judas as an example. That's why I'm using the word the treasure. Mm. And do well. Do well. If you don't finish, mm. if Peter had not recovered from what he went through, I personally believe that he was backsliding. But yeah. Jesus prayed for him. Amen. Jesus prayed for him. Prayed for him. Hallelujah. Amen. And when the thing happened, he saw the signs. That is why when he denied Jesus three times, he cried. He remembered. He remembered. Can we also be in the same position? And say that, wow, what is, has happened? And look, Lord, forgive me. Let me go back. Let me Your go back where I right. belong. What a word. Let me go back. What a word. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, so let's look at the signs. Number one sign, bad company. Bad company. I'm, I'm sure you do agree with me that we can use many signs, but the sign that Bishop gave to us, number one, bad company. You know, sometimes we can hear things, some certain things many times, anytime you hear oh, one of those, bad company I'm sure you know the verse that I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 15 33, right? <laughs> but I want us to catch the revelation look, if good company can bring good things, today when I was meditating on this word so like there's so many verses in the Bible that people met, we pray about destiny changes, right? You can meet one person, your life will change forever, you know, positively. You can also meet, look, Laban became rich because of Jacob. I would say that maybe Jacob also did well because of his uncle. Lot did well because of his uncle Abraham. Are you with me, please? Yes, so, if all these people can bring positive change, then I want to let you know that Satan will have a counterfeit where people can come into your life and you will have a powerful negative change. You are preaching. You are preaching. Negative effects. It's a revelation. We are all, we are who we are because of, number one, our temperament, which is the natural setting. And then the environment. Wow. That is why the center services, what they are sharing, is so important. The sweet influences of the Holy Spirit. What influences us, brothers and sisters? The things that influence you are the things around us. Around us. Around us. You know, when Bishop took the microphone, you know, I'm sure you could see that Bishop and I, we all come from different continents, right? That's right. Because of the accent. <laughs> yeah. The environment. the environment. Imagine if I was born here. Oh, Reverend. You will be I would have spoken like Joel, right? That's right. <laughs> or my son. Are you with me, please? Amen. Yeah. 
That is why if I don't speak like somebody who was born here, I'm not ashamed at all. Not at all. What about not somebody, if the French government, the French president, if he comes here, would he speak English? Not at all. What about Chinese president? No. What about Korean president? No. Would they speak English? Not at all. We are not ashamed, Reverend. <laughs> God no go shame us. First Corinthians. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Yeah. Bishop wrote a few things. Let me read them. He says that experience in ministry has taught me to take note of Christian who keeps bad company. It is very bad symptom with a very poor prognosis. Bad company will eventually lead you to what? To bad places. When you see a Christian who has bad friends, it is likely, likely, he will find his way out of, out of church one day. One Ghanaian proverb can be rendered, this, say that there is a saying, best of the same feather, flock what? That's so what I was saying that when Bishop spoke, I said, deep, call it deep. Spiritual, very deep spiritual person. Eh? Look, the Bible says that there's a verse I believe that if we have the same spirit, we will meet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. If, if we have the same spirit, we will meet. Who are your friends? Check your call log. For the past two days, how many people, the people that you've been calling, who are there, people that you've been smoking one hour, two hours, three hours, you check them, who are those people? Wow. I'm checking my call log. You know, let me go. Pastor Nana, Kofi, Api Anita, um, Bishop, um, Bishop Joel, Epi Pam, Joe Imbe, um, let me call, let me continue. <laughs> Alex Bafoboni, Alex is in Newark. Beatrice, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can keep going and going and going and almost sometimes they even repeat. They even repeat themselves. They repeat themselves. I can keep going and going and going. Benjamin Commodore, yeah, Benjamin Commodore, Epi Roslyn, Auntie Maggie Adai, Ruby Morrison, Reverend Bonzi. You know, I can keep on going, 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 going. Church. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Bishop said, A Ghanaian prophet can be rendered, Show me your friend, and I will show you your character. That is why parents, when your child says that, Mommy, I have a friend in school. One of the things you should don't say, Don't have friends in school. No, they have to have friends. But the best thing you can say is that, Why don't you let your friend come and visit us? Yeah. Let friend come and visit us. Come for lunch. Come for dinner. Come. And as they are eating and they are chatting, they are talking, you are just observing. You are just observing. You are just observing. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And as a spiritual as you are, God will give you understanding to know who your friend is. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. It says that within a la every large church, there are smaller groups of Christians. Hey. Hmm. Within a, a very, every large church, like yours in Manhattan, there are smaller groups of Christians. When you observe these groups, you will discover that they are people with the same kind of feather. The friends you move with will either lead you to church or to bad places. What a shock. Hallelujah. Are you with me, brethren? Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Bad companies. Bad company. Bishop asked a very important question. When we talk about bad company, many times we talk about friends, 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 friends. But who are our friends? Who is your neighbor? Who are our friends? The man who asked that question was a very wise person. He said, who is, he said, who is my neighbor? Are you talking about neighbor? Who is my neighbor? And Be the Bible said, Jesus described it. Let you know that your neighbor is not someone who is just, somebody just around. Who is your friend? Can your wife be a bad company? Can your husband be a bad company? Okay. <laughs> Evil communications corrupt good manners. Communication, communication, interaction. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Can we answer that question, Pastor Nana? Can your wife be a bad friend? Can your husband be a bad friend? It's a very good one. Very good one. Hmm. The person you marry, I don't have, I will not be able to have time to even elaborate on this particular one. I was talking to somebody this Friday, and they, we were, I mean, family came, and then it ended up family, financial issues and things. And the person said that all the brothers in the family who are struggling a little bit financially, are the ones that, oh no, he didn't say that. He said that all the people living here, that they are struggling to make this payment. You know, one common denominator you will find are the ones that their wives are not working. They are the only people working. Do you understand the question? Maybe they are supposed to pay utility bill, pay rent. And they are struggling with the rent paying. Are you with me, please? And then he noticed that they are struggling, and all of them who are struggling to pay the rent regularly are the ones that their wives are not working. Yeah. And it's one of the wisdom that God can give to you also, because, and I want to encourage all wives, we teach that the man should be the financial leader for their family. But I also want to add that if the wife works, it also helps their family. It's a plus and it's really a good plus. 
Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Am I preaching this I'm morning? Preaching good, Number two, looking backwards. Mercy. Looking backwards, Genesis 19, 17. It says that Genesis 19, 17. Genesis 19, 17. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. And look not behind thee, neither stay thou in the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. This is talking about the time that the angel took Lot and his family. Hallelujah. We know this story. We found out that all of them escaped. The, the two daughters and Lord, they all escaped, but mommy could not escape. Why? Because mommy looked back. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Mommy looked back and he could not make it. Brothers and sisters, I want to say that we should always trust God and move forward in everything that we are doing, especially in our spiritual life. Hallelujah. They just shall live by faith. The faith is in front of you. The hope is what keeps you going. And the faith depends on the hope. So if you have hope, what is your hope? Is something that you are expecting it to come. Are you with me, please? And if your faith is linked to the hope, then you cannot turn and go and look for the hope at the back. You have to look for the hope at the, in, front, in front of you. Hallelujah. And the Bible teaches us to always look forward, look forward, look forward. We cannot look back. Look back. And give your bishop, give an example. Because sometimes, what, how can you relate this looking back to backsliding? It's when you can look at when you were not born again, the things that you were doing and the benefits that you were getting for not being born again. And sometimes when you come to know, you come to church and give your life to Christ, sometimes you lose some of those things. And in this church, we give them as many examples. You know, maybe you used to travel with an unbeliever friend. You used to, to many countries to visit places. You eat lunch on a Sunday afternoon. But because Sunday afternoon you are in church, you are not getting that Sunday lunch anymore or Sunday dinner. And Pastor Anna is also not buying you Sunday lunch. Are you with me, please? And then you find out that ah, you can easily look back and say that, ah, but no, why am I, why am I? You can easily go back. Go back. That is why many people, especially ladies, they can take a very strong decision. This guy is wasting my time. I'm not going back. I'm leaving him. And then they go. And then they meet the challenging things of life, which is normal. Look, let me tell you something. God said to the Israelites when they left Egypt, Let's read Exodus. Let's read Exodus. I'm trying to end quickly. Hmm. The past is critical for us to do well. But at the same time, the past can also fight us. I will look at the past and use it to change the things that the hope is taking me to. And the faith is taking me to. Are you with me, please? Yes, please? 
Yeah. When, you know, Nathaniel said that, when his brother called him, he said, come and see the Messiah in John chapter 1. He said that, can any good thing come from Nazareth? Can anything? He wasn't lying. So this place, we, are, we know them that they don't produce any good thing. But at that moment, he was, he was not right. But Jesus, he said, can any good thing? When he saw Jesus, Jesus said, wow. A Jew indeed. And he said, why do you know me? He said, when you were sitting under the tree, I even saw you. So the guy was shocked. Wow. Hallelujah. That is why I love the Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. God said, I'm going to do a new thing. I'm going to do a new thing in your life. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. He said, remember not the former things, neither consider the, the things of old. We cannot look back. Why? Why am I saying that? Behold, behold. That means by all means, I will behold means that keep your eyes on it. Behold it. Behold it. Don't lose focus. Keep your faith. Just keep your faith. Keep your faith. I will do a new thing now. It shall spring forth. Yea, yea, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness. You know, look at this. Powerful things that God was going to do. But he started from not looking back. You cannot look back because how can you be driving to, uh, this way and you, always, you are always looking back? What will happen to you? Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And Lord's wife did not make it. It's so important that even Jesus commented on this particular one. He said, remember Lord's wife. You can't look back. Remember Lord's wife. That's Luke 17, I think. Luke 17, 33. Luke 17, 32. Yeah. Remember not Lord's. Remember Lord's wife. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Exodus. Exodus. I'm closing. Last but one verse. Exodus 17. Exodus 13. Give me Exodus 13. 17. I need the Amplified or New Living Translation. One of them. The people, God is taking them from Egypt. Egypt is the world. Hallelujah. Amen. And as we are living, we are still living the world. The world is always with us. We always have to do our best to leave it behind us. Are you with me, please? He said, when Pharaoh let the people go, God led them not by the way of the land of the Philistines, although it was nearer why? For the reason. God said, no, 17. The reason, God, for God said, lest the people change their 
focus. They change their purpose. They change their vision. They change what I'm doing. When they see war and return to Egypt, and in the journey of life, there will always be confrontation of war. Yes. Wow. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes. As you are trying to go to school, you will meet a war. As you are trying to um, and develop your career, you will meet something. As you are trying to marry, you will meet something. There will always, always, always. Recently, people was cancer was using what we went through when we met. And look, the war was raging, but I did not change my focus. Oh, you are preaching. My purpose, mm. my intentions. Hallelujah. Amen. Once I was convinced that God is this what God is doing and today I can look back and I can see where we are and I see that it was not a mistake. Wow. Wow. I don't know if you know what I'm trying to say. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was not a mistake. I did not change. Hallelujah. So let the people change their purpose when they see war. When they see war, give us a new living translation. New living translation. Please. New living translation. It says that when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them on the road that runs through Philistine territory. Even though that was the shortest way from Egypt to the promised land, God said, if the people are faced, brethren, we will always be faced with battles mm. in life. Mm. In every aspect, in anything that we are doing, serving God, coming to church, you know, anything, you just think about it. I don't know what else I can think about it, but you will be faced with battles. A lot of challenges. You'll be faced with battles. But you cannot go back. Amen. I said you cannot go back to Amen. Egypt. Amen. Yes, it's true. You can remember the onions. You can remember the cucumbers. You can remember the fruits and everything, the meat. Mm. One of the things they were craving for was meat. Yeah, real. But... Meat. Mm. I can just imagine the cow meat, the goat meat, the sheep meat. Every meat in Egypt, they were in Goshen. They were just enjoying now. You put us here. But today, look at the nation Israel. Mm. Blessed nation. Hallelujah. Am I, are you learning something, please? Yes, please. We cannot afford to lose our purpose, to lose no. our focus, change our mind, Not change our vision. Keep fighting. Keep fighting and serve the Lord. Keep fighting. Don't let marital situation, don't allow your, the blessings of the living God, don't allow the curse of this world, the curse that means caring, caring. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't allow your education, don't allow change of Amen. anything. Change your focus. Amen. No, no, Amen. no that pandemic or Amen. no pandemic, not that COVID. Or no, keep your focus going. Hallelujah. Because you don't know. You Look at the person who wrote 15 of the 26 of the New Testament. My God. Apostle Paul. Mm. Acts, Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, first and second Timothy, first and first and second Thessalonians, first and second Timothy, um, um, Titus, Philemon, and then Hebrews. If I'm right, am I right? So safe teachers. 
Yeah. Please, Brother Fred, don't let it be like somebody who asked his brother and say, what is one plus one? And the brother said three. I said, he said, I thought you don't know. <laughs> Fifteen of the New Testament. Yes. Yes. Why? In the book of Acts. Why? When Jesus was prophesying over Peter, he said, upon you, not upon the person, upon the revelation, the guy was receiving revelation from God. When God, she said, Jesus asked him, who do men say I am? They didn't have the answer. None. He said, you are the son of the living God. God said, wow, flesh and blood, they have not revealed this thing to you. Based on this revelation, the guy was receiving powerful revelation from the throne room of God. Wow. God said, I will build my church upon you, the revelation. Wow. When Jesus was saying all these things, where was Paul? Where was Paul? Why Peter wrote only two books and this guy came to write 15? Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Hallelujah. You are preaching good. Tell yourself, I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to look Said, back. Said, I'm, I'm still being challenged, but I'm not going to look back. I'm still I will not backslide. I'm going to press on. So I'm going to press on. Is there a song like that? Uh-huh. Auntie Felicia, Auntie Felicia, sing that thing quickly, please. Let's read it first, please. No, dear brothers and sisters, I'm still. No, give me King James for this one. Man, to love King James said, Brethren, I cannot myself to have apprehended. Wow. You are writing all these books and you are not counting yourself to be apprehended. But this one thing, what is the thing? The key, the key. His key, the revelation that he had, said, I'm forgetting those things which are behind. And I can just imagine poor people preaching and somebody that he killed the mother and killed the father, the son will be sitting there and looking at Paul. You know how sometimes you, you don't meet people that you have done something, you know that it was bad. You feel so bad. And now you are preaching love. You are preaching the word of God. You are preaching and then you look at the person and say, one Forgive. thing. Forgive. One thing. Forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before. I I do what? Verse 14. I I do what? I press forward the mark. How do you press? You push forward because Satan will make sure you will not move forward. But it will not happen to you. I say it will not happen to you. Amen. When you look at the pain in your body, the only thing you have to do, my brother or my sister, keep pressing on. I said, keep pressing on on the faith. Hold on and say that. He said, by his strength, I am healed. Just hold on to the word and use it to press on. Press on. Press on. Let's come. Let's stand up onto our feet, please. Press on. I'm pressing on. The upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day. So bring on, I'm upward bound. Lord, plant 
my feet on high. I'm pressing on. Come on. I'm pressing on. New heights I'm gaining. New heights I'm gaining every day. So praising you, Lord, as I'm walk bound, Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Lord, give us a word, please. Let me stand by faith on high, this table and a higher place. My feet on high Come on, me, please. And let me stand by faith on earth. This table that I am that I am found. my feet on Press one, come on for the last time. Press on the upward ways, new heights someday. Need every day to pray as I'm on one down. Lord, plant my feet on high. I'm pressing on, come on, press I don't know what you are going to do. I don't know that you are going to do. I don't know that you are going to do. I don't know that you are going to do. I don't so pray in us, I'm not worth Lord, plant my feet on higher Lord, lift me up, you let me stand by faith on my This afternoon, yes, 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 yes. Tell him, lift me up, Lord. Let me stand by faith, oh God. Ramashin, a higher plane. Pray, somebody. You're gonna press on, press on. Mandara shake it in the Lord, lift me up, oh God. Lift me up, oh God. It's by faith, by faith, oh Lord. Just shall live by faith. You stand on the righteousness of God. 
the righteousness of Christ. And you move forward with faith. The just shall live by faith. You are the just. Brother, we cannot afford to backslide. Come on. I will not go back. Battles. There are walls, Lord. We do acknowledge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But we believe that by faith you will lift us up to the higher planes, higher heights. Yes, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your personal savior. It starts with Him. Go to give your life unto Him. So he's the one who changes everything. In the name of Jesus. Brethren, if you are here and I want to give your life, just lift up your hand and I will pray with you. Jesus. Giving your life unto him. Thank you, Jesus. Giving your life unto Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Giving your life unto Jesus. Lord, lift me up for the last time. Softly. Father, we bless you and we honor you, bless God. You, Lord. But this week will be a fruitful week. In the name of Jesus. Week. Thank you. Thank you for this. That you have helped us. Yes. We'll be stronger and stronger in our staying yes. in your house, oh God. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. And let the saints say, Amen. Let the saints say, Hallelujah. Amen. Can we take... We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.